Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue with our study of the book of Judges. We are reading the story of Samson. We are now in Judges chapter 16. And the story of Shimshon, of Samson, is a story which has been, over the years, many different uh, commentaries, many books have been written trying to understand this person and what his mission was, what his purpose was, what he was trying to do, what he was trying to accomplish. I, the approach that I want to take is the approach that I try to take as uh, when I and during this entire podcast, and that is try to get the feel and the sense for the impression that the text itself is trying to give us. And so far, the impression that has been coming out uh, of the text regarding Samson is the idea of a young man who was born with a mission, with a purpose, with the potential for saving the people from the Philistines, with the potential of leading the people, a, a young man who had Ruach Hashem, the Spirit of God, upon him. However, a young man who was not interested in fulfilling that mission. The mission was kind of foisted upon him. He would rather find himself a Philistine girl, uh, join the Philistine society, forget his Israelite brothers, uh, more interested in, in um, finding a, a beautiful woman, settling down and abandoning his, his fate. But nonetheless, the Philistines continued to harass him so that his job, his which was supposed to be to valiantly and gallantly lead his people against their oppressive enemies, he ended up harassing the enemy anyway, conquering the enemy anyway, but in this convoluted, unusual um, uh, um, impetuous uh, way. Uh, so he became this thorn on the side of the Philistines, even though he was initially interested in joining them. So that his 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 mission is going to end up being accomplished in this roundabout um, way is instead of the way that it should have been. So the, there's we just, we finished the last chapter after the episode of the the foxes and the burning down the Philistine fields by tying torches to the foxes' tails, and then he ended up trying to hide away from the Philistines. The people the, the people of Israel themselves handed him o- over to them. And the episode where they tried to attack and kill him, and he, with simply the jaw of a donkey, he killed uh, thousands of the Philistine enemy. Now, in the end, it says, Vayishbot es Yisrael. He ended up judging the people of Israel, kind of like an afterthought. He was a leader because he was, he had to be. And the people admired him because of the Philistines that he had destroyed. So now, Shimshon. After that tiny little verse, of, and he judged the people and was a leader, Shimshon was sick and tired of it again. So chapter 16 starts in this. He wanted, he wanted comfort. Vayelech Shimshon Azosa. Shimshon went to Gaza. Now, this is crucial. It's not just that he went to Gaza. Gaza, of course, is the capital of the Philistine territory. So in other words, Shimshon was done with being the judge of the people. He just went to Aza. Vayarsha He saw a prostitute there. Vayavo And he slept with her. So the, the text is deliberately giving us the impression Shimshon was done with being a leader, done with being a judge. He'd rather go and sleep with a prostitute in Gaza uh, uh, among the enemies. La'azosim leimar, however, 
among the people in Gaza, it was said, They found out Samson is here. Remember the guy who, who, who's been such a pain in the neck for us and he's killed so many Philistines. He's here. Let's get him. And they gathered around uh, presumably the place where, where, where he um, was with this prostitute. And they waited and set an ambush for, over him the entire night Bashar Ha'ir in the gate of the city so that they knew when he leaves the town they'll be able to grab him and the whole night they, they whispered and spoke to each other saying as follows let's just wait till the morning clearly he's going to have to leave the town in the morning as soon as he comes out of the town gate we'll kill him and Shimshon Presumably, either he knew this would happen, or somehow he heard about it. So he waited till the middle of the night. He figured they'd be waiting till the morning, and in the middle of the night, that they'd assume that he'd be sleeping through the night. In the middle of the night, by he gets up in the middle of the night. He went to the town gate. He grabbed the entire gate, the doors, and the doorposts that held up the doors. And he lifted them up, pulled them right out of the wall, together with the briach, which is the uh, bolt, that the bar that holds the door, locks the door shut. Ripped them out. Puts them on his shoulder. And carried them off to the top of the hill, which is near Hebron. So he walked from Gaza to Hebron, carrying this massive load, which is huge. This is an uh, incredible amount of physical strength. Uh, it's pretty much impossible to imagine someone who can do this on foot by himself. But that's what he did. So he escaped them because they were sitting there whispering around waiting for the morning. And by the time the morning came, he had been long gone from the city. And he didn't have to worry about getting locked in because he just ripped the entire door out. Okay, so that was the episode. That's how he got away when they tried to catch him when he had this encounter with the prostitute in Gaza. It was after this. So here it doesn't say that he went and judged the people of Israel. He, he's still looking to try to um, get away from his mission. And he falls in love with a woman who lives in Nachal Sorek, Wadi Sorek, Ushima Delila. Her name is... Delilah, the famous Delilah. And now Delilah was obviously a Philistine uh, woman. Shimshon now decides that he is going, Nachal Sorek is not in Philistine territory, but the Philistines uh, were spread out um, uh, because they were uh, all the overlords over the entire land at this time. So he found a Philistine woman, falls in love with her, and and that's what he wants his fate to be. But fate is not going to have it. Um, his fate is to lead the people against their oppressors. So here it comes. Vayalu Sarne Plishtim. So the uh, officers or the heads uh, of the Plishtim, the, noble Plishtim, the noblemen of the, of the Philistines, came to her. They found out, ah, oh, now we have an in. We can get Shimshon. We can get Samson through Delilah. So Vayomerla, they said to her, Pati Oso. Um, um, pati means to to um, coerce or coax him or, or actually a, a uh, more like seduce him 
and find out why is his strength so strong. How could he be such a powerful man? When we sent thousands of people against him, he still conquered us. He, he, in order to get out of the city, he was able to rip the entire door out. Find out what, where does he get this incredible superhuman strength from? And in what is his weakness? How can we overpower him? And then let us tie him up in order to um, to uh, torture him, to hurt him. If you do this, we'll give you each of us will give you 1,100 shekels uh, of silver. So each, I don't know how many noblemen they were, but each one will give you that amount. So this is an incredibly large sum of money that they were offering her to find out how we can tie up Shimshon, capture him, and take him in. So, of course, as we saw in the pattern before of the woman from Timna, the first, his first Philistine love, who, end up, who ended up being able to, um, was of course not loyal to Samson, but rather loyal to her own people, the Philistines. And Delilah is of course not loyal to Samson, but rather she's loyal to her people, the Philistines, but even more so loyal to her own greed and her own desire for, for wealth. <coughs> so she comes to Shimshon and says, Hagidon Ali, please tell me, how strong is your strength? And how could you be tied up so that people can, can overpower you? So clearly, she, it's not very hidden that, um, that she's, you know, why would she be asking how to tie you up? Uh, clearly, Shimshon understood where she was heading why Shimshon didn't react and just um tell her um uh, you know goodbye and get rid of her for for trying to betray him is is unclear but clearly he he he, he let he doesn't do that so if Shimshon asruni he just kind of pushes her off with the following if I were to be tied torim lachim with Seven um, moist yitarim, they are tendons, asher lo choravu, that have not been dried out. So then, v'chalisi, then I will become weak, v'chalisi ke'achad adam, and I'll be like anyone else. So v'ya'alu lo sarni plishtim, so therefore, so at this point, so she goes and reports it back to her, her handlers, and the uh, Philistine noblemen gave her shiva yisarim lachim, seven fresh tendons from some recently slaughtered animals, that hadn't been dried out, and she tied him in those tendons. And they set an ambush uh, waiting in her room. And she said to the ambush, the, the assassin that the Pelishtim had sent along, Pelishtim alecha shimshon, she, she, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, she said to the, um, to Shimshon and said, once he was tied up, he said, the Philistines are coming to get you. And in other words, f- assuming that he would j- get up to flee, he immediately ripped off the, um, the tendons. In the same way that the, um, that one would p- pill off the, 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 which is a strand, uh, uh, will just if you uh, scorch it in flames, it'll be really weak. It'll pop very easily. He popped it as easily as that. Velono da kocho, and the so still it was unknown the source of his strength. Now clearly we understand, and it's stated in the past several chapters that the source of his strength was the ruach Hashem, was the spirit of God. 
God was with him. He was able to be strong and powerful because this was his mission. His mission was to save the people from the oppressors, which is why God gave him the strength to accomplish what he accomplished. The symbol of that was the... Um, uh, the signs, the outward signs of his nizirut, that God said, I don't want you to cut your hair, I don't want you to drink wine, I want you to be a holy person, a special person, in, and, 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 and make sure the foods that you eat, those are the outward symbols, but the inward strength came from his relationship, his special mission given to him by God. So that's what his real strength was. Now, Shimshon, here in this story, um, is, is kind of pl is playing with her. He's saying, you know, you think that it's some sort of a superstitious thing. It's not some sort of a superstitious thing, but rather it is this, um, uh, 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 Shibson was playing with her saying, try this, try this, try that, and then you'll see none of it is going to work. So Vatomer Delilah Shimshon, Shimshon now comes at him with a little bit more angry. He nehi taltabi, you have, you have tricked me. Vatidaberi like kizavim, you're telling me lies. Now, she says it in like more of a demanding way. Now, tell me, what can we tie you up with that will work? And he says to her, if you use uh, new ropes, and tie, if you tie me up with new ropes, ropes that have not yet been used for work, then I will be weak, and I'll be like any other person. So she took new ropes and tied them up with them. And then she said the same thing, the Philistines are upon you. And the ambush was waiting for him. And again, he just ripped them off as if they were just a thread. So Vatomer Delila al Shimshon and Delilah said to Shimshon, to Samson, You've been tricking me again, you're still just telling me lies. Tell me how you can be tired. If you weave, um, and he's getting kind of closer to the, to the final one, if you weave seven. Um, seven locks of my hair in together with the rope with the uh, that you're doing weave the hair in with it so vatitka said um so she did that she wove in his hair because remember his hair was very long was woven in with the ropes and and she pinned it in so that they should stay together with a peg and she said, the Philistines are upon you. So he wakes up from his sleep. And he pulled out the peg, and he pulled out the entire web, and the whole thing, and it didn't work. So now she's really upset. She says to him, How, You tell me you love me? You don't love me. Your heart is not with me. If you really loved me, you would tell me. This is three times already. You're making, you're making tricks. You're not telling me what your strength is that's strong. Now, all of these things make the assumption that there's some kind of a supernatural power. The, 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 the sign of the Nazirut is not a... Yes, it's supernatural in the sense that it comes from God. But... The sign of the Nazirut is, is that it's only through the strength that God gives him that he's able to accomplish his thing. It's not something magic, it's not something superstitious, but it is, it is the strength and power of God. 
So Vayehi ki hetzikalo b'dvorah, when she keeps on pestering him with his words, kolayamim days and days and days v'atalzeu, and she's constantly pushing him, v'atikzar nafshol amus. He's finally, I just enough of this. Let me die already. This is such a pain. I don't need to listen to this anymore. What Shimshon should have done, if I'm here to say what people should have done, by this time is say, obviously you don't love me, and I'm leaving, you know, and get or, or get out of here. You're no longer my wife. What kind of a wife is this? But Shimshon's desire to be away from his mission is so strong. His desire to just be able to enjoy himself with his Philistine wife and get out of this mission that God had given him and just get away from from all the responsibilities that 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 are attached to that was so strong that he doesn't want to and never will leave Delilah. He just won't leave her because she is the symbol of everything that he wants and the symbol of everything that is the opposite of what his true mission should have been. So at this point, he's ready to say, you know what? All of these symbols of Nazirut that had been given to me that represent my special relationship with God that I'm supposed to have, you take all that away from me and then my strength will be gone. By Kalibo, Finally, he told her everything that is in his art. Now, this is really important. He explained to her that you want to get away my true strength? If I give up these symbols, these reminders that will sever my final attachments to my people, to the Jewish people, to God, if I sever my attachments to the special mission that God gave me, then my strength will be gone. By Omerle, he said, Moralo Allah Roshi. The reason why my hair is so long and a razor is not does not come upon my head is ki nazir Elohim animi betanimi because I am a special nazir for God from the time I was born, from the time my mother had conceived me. So this is the sign of the relationship that I'm supposed to be in nazir Elohim, that I'm supposed to be with God. So therefore, if you shave my hair, that will, set, that will mean that I'm declaring that no longer am I a Nazir for God. No longer do I have or want this special relationship with God. Then my strength will be gone. I will be weak. I will be just like everyone else. I'll be just an ordinary person with no special mission, no special destiny to be the savior of the people, and I'll be gone. So Vatera Delila Kihigidlas Kalibo at this point Delila saw the key thing here is not not that he told her this trick of the hair that this is some kind of a magic, but he gidlat kalibo. He had told her everything that was in his heart. In his heart there was still an attachment to this hair, so to speak, that's the symbol of the special relationship to God. If I just get rid of that special relationship, Right, the Lila here saw that this really meant something. This was different. So then she sent. Finally, she calls all of the noblemen of the Philistines. Lamar Aluhapam. This time, come, because this is the real one. This time, I know it's real because he told me what was in his heart, not this some special magical trick. Remember, the Philistines would have thought we need some superstitious trick. But no, the point is, Higgilah is Kalipo. He told me what was in his heart. His strength comes from inside. His strength comes from his soul. If he gives that up and he severs his attachment to that, then we can get him. And the, uh, the lords of the Plishtim told her and they actually paid her. It's, uh, I'm sorry, and they brought the money along. They didn't pay her yet, but they brought the money along because this they knew was the real deal. So, she had him fall asleep on her lap.
uh, and then she called uh, a man to come and he shaved off the seven braids of hair that were coming out of his head and then she was able to uh, weaken him and tie him up and um, his strength had left him this was presumably the end this was it God had said you know He's given up completely on the special mission. That's it. Hand him over to the Philistines. He's failed. So she called out while he's sleeping. The Philistines are upon you. And he woke up from his sleep. And he said, At this, before he hadn't yet realized um, that, that, that she had done this, cut off his hair. So he said, Oh, I'm going to get up. And it will be fine. I'll get it out. And he did not know at this point yet that God had left him. God had realized once you told her your whole heart and you gave it all up, God is gone. That special strength that he had from God is now gone. The Philistines grabbed him. And they poked out his eyes. And they brought him to Gaza. The, which is the capital of the Philistines, and they shackled him in bronze shackles by and he became a slave at the mill, the grain grindery in the prison. We will. Uh, I'm going to stop here and do the rest of this chapter in the next uh, installment. Thank you so much for paying attention and for studying with me the the um, book of Judges and the story of Samson and we will uh, re- read to the climactic end of this story with the Philistines and Samson in the next chapter. Thank you so much.